All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Fat Stacks podcast. Fisher, Aaron, and Tyler. That's what fat stands for. It is only Fisher and Tyler today. Aaron had um, some other plans today. Um, so we will, the show must go on. And tomorrow he'll probably be back, um, you know, ready to preview a big college Saturday slate and, uh, you know, gearing up for these conference tournaments coming up, especially these bigger ones. Um, so we can kind of, I haven't really been around. Um, Fisher, you said you haven't been around to watch the games. Um, I wasn't at home uh, watching the games. So I'm just going to, I mean, I'm three and two right now. Um, and uh, uh, Fisher, you want to know, you still got Valpo going. I still got uh, quite a few games going. I got Michigan, Iowa, Oregon, uh, Avs and Coyotes, and San Diego State. I believe San Diego State and Fresno State at 10 o'clock. So um, those games are still going on. We have golf. Mike um, Cameron Young and Max Homa um, to be in the top 20. Max Homa is tied for 11th, and Cameron Young is tied for 21st. Um, and you had John Rahm to make the top 10 and Scotty Scheffler to make the top 20. Um, so you, you're talking about John Rahm before this, so you can go ahead. Yeah, John Rahm is nowhere close to the top 10 right now. Uh, he, you might have seen on your socials today, he missed like a six-inch putt. Um, so maybe a bad week to pick John Rahm. Scotty Scheffler's tied for 21st. Uh, McElroy's leading right now. Yeah, it looks like McElroy was uh, – I was seeing some – I didn't watch any of it at all. I was seeing some clips on Twitter, though, when I was scrolling through. It looked pretty dialed in. Um, uh, looks pretty dialed in, but I feel like uh, McElroy, I feel like I haven't seen him win really anything of importance in, like, 10 years. So uh, um, I just don't – I don't know. I don't know a lot about – but it's not, like, a really – I don't think this is, like, a big tournament. So um, I, just, I think I, it's been nine years since he's won a major. Yeah, I mean, I thought I, like, I was, I was like, kind of like joking, but I was like, oh man, I might be kind of close, but yeah, uh, ten years, but um, so that's that's really all we have for like uh, today because I was just I literally got got off work and was doing something else, so I uh, wasn't able to watch any of the games. So um, we we can um, just go right over to picks tomorrow. I know that was kind of a short segment, uh, but um, I mean, I'll just start it off. I'm in the lead after yesterday. I'm 12 and eight at 60 percent. Um, and Fisher, you're at you're at three and three after yesterday um, at 50 percent. So I'll go ahead and go first. Um, I mean, 1:45 p.m. Got an early game going on. We're going to the championship league. Not in Ham Forest. Money line. <clears throat> Big game for them. I actually don't think it's a championship league play. But anyway, now you have for us either either way. Uh, we'll bet the money line. Um I'll I'll uh put in the bet um tomorrow morning, but anyway, you that's that's my one pick that I'm gonna go with. I'll have the full card out tomorrow. Be sure to follow at Fat Stacks Picks on every social media platform. Our picks are on Facebook and Twitter. Um our full card is on Facebook and Twitter every single day around 3 p.m. Central Time. So make sure you can go ahead with your pick. Well, uh, before we get to our March Madness talk, I've got some Blue Bloods facing off tomorrow night. That's right, Gardner-Webb versus Campbell. And uh, 
I'm a trend better. I'm taking Gardner Webb minus two. They're the three seed. That's what I've been doing all week. It's been paying off for me. I'm probably going to go two and zero tonight, just doing that. Um, that's all I've got right now. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we were just really busy. I know, I know you guys love to hear us ramble on about gambling and and everything else, and that's kind of what the show is about. We're going to kind of take a different turn on the show today. Um, we're, we talk about bringing unique segments in and bringing unique things into the show. Uh, you know, over the last couple of days, me and Fisher are going to talk about the top five most in fact in, in fact in impactful players in our lifetime in the big dance, March Madness. Um, so, Fisher, Fisher, you can go ahead, go with number five. We're going from one, so we're going from five to one. So start off with your fifth best player. Number five, I'm going to go with Kimba Walker. Probably could have been higher. Um, Man, that was a crazy year, 2011. Not, not only did they win the national championship, they won five games in five days to win the Big East. And uh, he was red hot. I don't. They weren't a one seed. They were like a three seed, weren't they? In 2011? They were a three seed in that tournament, yeah. In the Big East or the regular? No, in the, in the big dance. Oh, I, think, I thought they were like 11. Oh, really? I don't know. Let me look. Okay, you look. I'm thinking they're a three seed. I thought they were lower. I'm thinking they're a three seed. Kimba also won the most outstanding players, so that's that's my number five. But but you look that up for me. Mm-hmm. Hey, and while, while you're looking that up, I'll just go ahead. Number four, Joe Kim Noah. I think we can all agree to that. Might yeah, be the ugliest dude. Might be the ugliest dude in the history of the game. But uh, that man could ball back to back natties. They were a three seed then, in 2011. You'll never believe. I can't believe this was. I think. I think you're 11, thinking about a different team. I can't believe this is 13 years. This is 11 years ago. VCU as the 11 seed making the final four. That was 2011. Was that that year? Yeah. That seems like four years ago. Like Shaka Smart, the bald head. Like. Yeah. Oh my man, we're getting old because I definitely remember that. Like that four, seems four. like five years ago. <laughs> That's that might be the team I'm thinking of. All right, number five for me, Chris Jenkins. Um, I mean, just drilling a three to win the national championship, buzzer beater. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, I know that he probably. I mean that that it doesn't get more impactful than that. Uh, Villanova beat North Carolina, you know, off that screen on the half court, you know, and uh, you know, pass it, you know, hand the ball off, Archie Diacono, hand the ball off. As Chris Jenkins just banging it in for a three. Um, I'll, uh, number four, we have the same. Joking Noah. Um, back-to-back titles. Um, Billy Donovan, one of the best college coaches um, that I, I've probably seen um, in our lifetime, Billy Donovan, and I'd say probably Brad Davidson are two. Names that I can kind of think of right off the top of the head that were like, oh man, these guys are like probably too good to be in college basketball. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> and so that, I mean, joking Noah, like you said, one of the ugliest dudes, but he just plays hard, man. Like, he, he plays freaking hard. <laughs> I feel so bad saying that. <laughs> he is. He is. He, 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 he
and uh, and uh, he, I loved him on the Bulls. Uh, I just think that, uh, I think that was actually 2011, 2012 when Derrick Rose won the MVP. Um, he got hurt late in the year. He didn't get hurt. I think the Bulls go to the finals that year, get through LeBron even, uh, and get get to the finals. So anyway, um, Fisher, you go ahead with number three. Okay, number three, I think this is 2010. Gordon Hayward misses the buzzer beater. <laughs> but he just played phenomenal, and Butler was like an eight seed. So I almost put him. I, I did, he, he's he, got, he has to make the list. I mean, yeah, he didn't I, make my I list. mean that, that's my list, at least you know, other people list. can say. Yeah, he didn't make my list. So I'm going to go the three, number three. I believe this is 2002, 2003. Maybe even two thousand. I think this is two thousand two. No, it's two thousand three because he got drafted in two thousand three. Syracuse, Carmelo Anthony. I mean, just taking over the whole entire thing. I mean, just dragging Syracuse to win the national title. I, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember the. I can't remember if that was their last championship or not. I think it was. Or That's win. Syracuse's only championship. Yeah. Two Like I know they make some runs every once in a while, so it kind of gets me confused. So I'm like, but anyway, that is their only championship. Jim Beheim has been. I heard this today on it. I heard this today about Tom Izzo, and Jim Beheim's in the same boat. But he has been on like he's been riding the dead rotting corpse of a championship that was almost 20 years ago. So it's like, like. Tom Izzo the same way, 2000. Like, that's 22 years ago. That was the last time he won a national championship. The last time Jim Beheim won a national championship was 2003. Like, yeah, he goes on these runs to the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, or maybe in a Final Four. But, like, he, he is not. Like, they, they have not won a championship all in a long, 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 long time. Um, so you can go ahead with number two. Um, number two, I agree. I've got Carmelo Anthony, most outstanding player. Um, and he was a freshman. A lot of these guys on these lists were like seniors. Carmelo was a freshman, and he did all this. He averaged like 25 a game in the big dance. So, number two, he could easily be number one. Yeah, he could easily be number one. Uh, number two. I want to go to Baz Napier. Um, he was one of the best players that probably any of us have ever close to one of the best players that any of us have ever seen in the tournament. He kind of just willed that 2014 team to win. Um, and, you know, I know we talk about, we've pretty much said all these um, guys that, that willed their team, but it just seemed like there wasn't uh, um, Shabazz Napier was, I, 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 like, I'm at a loss of words. I can't really talk about it because I just remember that 2014, like, UConn coming back again after the 2011 Kemba. It was like, oh, they got the guy again. And so, like, um, and so, anyway, you can go uh, number one, uh, Fisher, a um, little drum roll for number one, but uh, we will not have the same number one. I guarantee you that. My, my first, like, very clear March Madness was – 2008-2009, and the Tar Heels were just freaking good. I mean, they had Danny Green, Ty Lawson, uh, Wayne Ellington was on that team. 
but the best player in the country was Tyler Hands, bro. And uh, he's number one on my list. Yeah, so your num- my number one was your number five. But Kimba Walker is number one. I, 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 I don't know, like, what, like, I understand, like, all these guys are really good, but I, I can't get out. I think it was a Big East tournament. Well, like, I mean, he hits that fadeaway mid-range jumper. And the guy go, cardiac Kimba! And I'm like, you know, I can't, I can never get that out of my, like, brain ever. Like, that's one of the best moments in, like, March ever. Like, I mean, they play it over and over and over again. When March comes, you know, this is March. You know, you see all the, on March 1st, that is one of the first clips that they play. That I can't even remember the announcer's name, but Cardiac Kimba, and he just thrills that thing to win the Big East tournament. And uh, so, I, I mean, we can have some honorable mentions here just off the dome. I mean, uh, I, don't, I, I think one that I looked at when we were, I was looking it up just now, uh, Marcus Page. Um, I don't know if you remember Marcus Page. He played for North Carolina. Right before that Chris Jenkins three, he made one of the most insane threes that I've ever seen. He, like, double-clutched in midair. His left, he double-clutched in midair, and he shot it. And he just drilled it to tie the game um, against Villanova. I don't know if you remember that, but um, it's a uh, – it's like what, one, what year? That was the year that Chris Jenkins won. That was it. the championship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he, like, double-clutched and then shot it. Like, a weird – just totally weird shot and drains it. Um, yeah, one of those one of those things with Marcus Page. I don't know if you have any honorable mentions or not, but I've got a few. I've got Grayson Allen in there, um, being a freshman and leading Duke to that natty. What was that like? Twenty fifteen. That's been a long time now. Yeah. I've got Cameron Crutwick. You know who that is? Yeah, I remember the name. Yeah, that's that's the big guy from Loyola who who yeah. beat U of I last year. Yeah. Now, he's not one of the best players, but as far as just influential, everyone remembers that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Bradley Beal. Who else you got? Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking, excuse me, more like recent, I guess. Like Kyle Guy comes to mind with Virginia. Um, just kind of uh, played very, very, very well um, there. Um, Carson Edwards, Purdue. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that on there. Um, 2014, um, I thought that, uh, Aaron, this is the thing, I believe this is the, um, team, oh, they won the national championship this year, so this is the team that made the national championship of Kentucky, Aaron Harrison, 2014, um, I thought, uh, that was another name that came to mind, uh, I don't know. There's been there's been so many like I don't know what it is about March, but there's been so many good moments. I mean, there's Frank Kaminsky. Frank Kaminsky. Um, they didn't win. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> but they beat Kentucky, and that's really all anyone remembers. Yeah, and that's and that's a Kentucky team. This is why. This is why oh, I'm about to get on something here. This is why I think Coach Calipari is one of the worst coaches when it comes in the game. He had Carl Anthony Towns on that team. Devin Booker, one of the best, uh, probably a top ten player in the NBA right now. And that's like that's pretty safe that he's a top ten player in the NBA right now. He was the sixth man. Sixth on man. That. Yeah, he was the sixth man on that team. You can even make the starting lineup, and Calipari cannot get that team to like 
even win the championship. I mean, I understand what were they like thirty two and zero. Okay, and in, in their defense, they were like thirty five and zero. Yeah, but I mean, you beat a team that like none of the players are even in the NBA now. Frank Kaminsky didn't even play in the NBA. That was their best player. Didn't they have a guard that still plays? Sam Decker. Yeah, Sam Decker. Is he still? Is he playing in Europe or something? Yeah, I'm sure he still plays in Europe, but they're not playing in the NBA. I I just don't. I don't know. It's like, but like here here's the best thing about Mark. Do you remember? Help. Listen to this. This is this is digging deep here in the mind of. Tyler, do you remember Aaron Kraft, point guard Ohio State. Ohio State? Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That just gives me goosebumps. Just thinking. And what happened to him? Did he even get drafted? I don't think he did. That's the thing. Like, these guys, like, they, like, have these incredible moments, and they a lot of the time they don't get drafted. I, I, he might have got drafted. I'm, I just saw the picture the other day where he was in, I believe they're in the national title, and, like, they lose – and he's just like literally just laying on the ground, just like looking up. And they took take a picture right down on him. Um, How about Dante David D David Sinzo? How do you say his last name? He was on the Bucks for a bit. Is he still playing? I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking of one one other player real quick. He was on North Carolina. It wasn't Tyler Hansborough. It was later. It was probably like 2017, 2018. Or he. Oh, um, like the the white guy, the forward. Yeah. Yeah, he made that man race jumper to like move him on to the next round. What was his name? Uh, was it Luke something? It was Luke May. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, see, the thing is, like, on Sunday, where's he, he at? Home Depot? Shot. Yeah, probably. On Sunday, he's probably selling like he's a car dealer in like the middle of North Carolina, just making millions of dollars because everybody freaking loves him. But uh, he, like, was Sunday, he made that shot. And then, like, on my, I remember on Monday morning, they're like videoing him in 8 a.m. class. Getting 8 a.m. class. Forget that. Like, I ain't even going to – I barely went to 8 a.m. class, and I wasn't like – Yeah, I was a bum. I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I wasn't showing up to that. Yeah. Like, let alone, like, celebrating all night and, like, making, like, one of the best shots probably his career. So, it's like, nah, I'm not going to 8 a.m. class. Forget that. That's dedication. Like, you're a, you're forever a campus legend. You'll never have to buy another drink. Oh, yeah. Like, Chapel Hill. Those, like, those guys. Like, 8 a.m. Yeah. Like, I mean, even those guys, like, that make those shots like that, that are those memorable shot, memorable shots. Like that's the thing. Like they, they'll never have to like be like, oh, what's your name? Like Luke May. Oh, I remember you. Like and have these moments that like they're just gonna be like regular dudes. They're not gonna be playing in the NBA, and they're just gonna be, um, like. Yeah, that's that's the beautiful thing about March. Like most of these guys will never see the floor in the NBA, but right. Like Grace just now, takes one like, moment. Like, Grayson Allen, like you said, in 2015 as a freshman, like, he is, like, kind of was coming out party. Um, I felt like Grayson Allen and, like, he, like, is a bench player, like, for the Bucks. Like, I mean, or, yeah, he plays for the Bucks. Yeah, so, like, it's just, like, I don't know. Like, it's crazy to see, like, like, Kevin Walker, like, yeah, he was probably, like, an all-star player, like, in his prime, but, like, now he's, like, He's like washed up. Shabazz Napier, I've never heard that. I haven't heard that name since 2014. He was a bust. So it's like, so it's like, I don't know. It's, it is, that's like, like you said, like that's the beauty of March. And, and uh, we'll do some other segments. One, one segment, uh, not segment, but like one like topic I'm, I am thinking of off, off the top of the dome right now that we can do for tomorrow's show, but maybe not tomorrow's show because we have Saturdays. 
hard. Um, but the best plays of a losing team in a championship game. So like, you know, I don't know if you remember this. So like, you remember? So like, Malcolm Butler intercepts the pass like from Russell Wilson to end the game for the Patriots. The play before that, Doug Baldwin, I think, hit every single part of his body to catch that ball, like to get to that point, like those type of plays. So like, but nobody like, remembers that. That no, yeah. So the yeah. best plays that nobody remembers. That's what I'm right. Okay. Yeah. In yeah. any in any sport, not any just sport. football. Yeah, not just football. That was just an example. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, what about the play? Like Marcus Page. You, yeah. You talk about Villanova hitting that, or not? Was it Villanova hitting that buzzer beater at the end? What about the guy on UNC that hit it with six seconds left? Yeah, Marcus that Page. Three? That was his name. Yeah. Yeah, it's Marcus. Okay. See, I don't remember. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. I love it. it like, yeah. So like plays that like you don't remember because the team lost. You know what I mean? So like. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say, I guess. But I don't know. There, I feel like there's a lot of them out there. But uh, that I can. I mean, I just think of like that Doug Baldwin thing right off the right off the top because like he made an incredible catch to just like see the ball get picked off. But <laughs> just a wild, a wild. Uh, but that's another topic for another day. Probably like probably like a Saturday show, like because there's not a lot of games on Sunday. Um, we could talk about that. But anyway, all right, Fisher, you got anything else? Yeah, it's a good uh, two and a day for me. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I can go a little bit above five hundred. Um, looks like this over is going to hit an Iowa Michigan game. Michigan, not even close to minus two, so um, they're getting killed by like thirty. So we will see you guys tomorrow. Aaron should be back tomorrow, and always bet responsibly. <laughs>